here we go. <laughs> Hi, baby. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fucking great, and it's so good to see you. I had a blast the last time you were here. A blast from the past? Like a movie with Brandon Fraser? Uh, which one was that? Was that the one where he's like in that, back, that weird town? Like where he goes into a TV? I think he goes into a TV. I also don't know the answer to that question. I have to do a lot of work, so you should not talk when I'm talking and show me some goddamn respect, sir. How do you know I'm finished talking? Maybe you're interrupting me. See, like there, I wasn't done fucking talking, and you think it's your turn, baby. You're not being very nice to babies. I don't, I don't like babies. I mean, you're pretty cool for a baby, but you're still just a baby. I'm not as cool as you. Look at your getup, yo. You are cool as fuck. I'm surprised those uh, overalls that you're wearing don't say Oshkosh Bagosh, you big baby. <laughs> Is Oshkosh Bagosh still a, a, a company? I hope so. Uh... Now, last time you were here, baby, you were proclaiming that you were going to be a baby with a baby. How did that night go for you? to me like you're just trying to convince me that you're not on some sort of drug or alcohol by proclaiming so much that of your juice uh, preference and your Kool-Aid preferences and your milk with chocolate in it preferences which by the way disgusting I hate chocolate milk by the way baby Just trade one addiction for another, and I can't get enough 
I'm going to guess that we do not have any chocolate milk, and I'm not scared of a baby. It's kind of like Chucky. I'll just kick you across the room, and all will be fine. Whoa. You're so stupid. There's so much. There's expired milk in the fridge, and there's non-expired milk in the fridge, and there's a bottle of Hershey's syrup. In the fridge. So yeah, there's fucking milk with chocolate in it. Capabilities in this mother tracker. Cause I'm now deciding that I'm not gonna drink or swear. I'm gonna say nice words and be a good baby with a good attitude. I got a new attitude. That's refreshing to hear. Baby, um, I I gotta say, I understand eighty percent of the words that come out, and uh, do you understand the words that are coming out now? I I understood every single word that came out. No. <laughs> the one Aaliyah song? I love how you say just, you just proclaim that you're a baby all the time. It's the cutest thing about you, baby. Should I tell people how many months old I am? baby how did you nail that so much that's exactly how it's gonna go math jesus christ i'm gonna have to do like let's see 12 times 10 is 120 that's 120 times 3 that's 360 you're just saying words i don't even know what's going on oh baby you brought up Aaliyah. do you like Aaliyah, by the way Like that disease you get from cat pee? Is that what you mean? It's a disease? It's a disease. 
I agree. As an alcoholic myself in, I guess, many years of recovery now, I support your trek, baby. And I wish you all the good luck, but I've got to know, were you at one point zero months and then made it to 15 months and then stopped aging? Or did you come out 15 months? Or did you Benjamin Button and went backwards and when you hit 15 months, that's when you stopped? in the crib still I sleep in your mom you bitch baby alright I'm gonna leave I need to go make some chocolate and make some milk bye bye I have a feeling baby didn't want to stay with me because I give off negative vibes and baby's all about positive vibes right now. I don't know what's going oh, on with hi. baby. Baby, well, baby finally left and gave me my seat back because I don't even know how to explain if baby like if baby is a full sized person or not. I don't really know. Baby is just like a blob. Baby looks like Vern Troyer to me. Ooh, peeing in a corner <laughs> off of a scooter. Well, well, that's the way to do it when your legs don't work right. Uh, what just happened? Something I, just got... Uh, I just lost all headphone action. I can't hear a goddamn uh, thing. You unplugged yourself. Well, yeah, I'll go, I did, but I can take care of it. Continue, my love. Well, I am going to go ahead and get this started because uh, it doesn't start until I'm here, no matter who decides to show up that's and true. intrude. I can cut all that baby stuff out if you'd like. Um, oh, I think I'm just going to cut the baby. What? Uh, we need to get through this before the baby hears the, their name and comes in here. Um, so yeah, let's get this going, by the way. Comma, 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 hands, I'm Michelle. I burned my hands. I burned both hands. I was putting roast in the oven, but the rack's too high. So I burned my hands. So I burned both hands. Hey there, Sam, you want to hang out? Yes, I do. I don't know the melody past this part. Did I get close? You're my lover, not my rival. Every day is like survival. <laughs> You're my lover, not my rival. Comma, 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 hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did you work on that? Did you sit around and write that, or did that come off the top of your No, head? I put comma, 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 hands, I'm Michelle <laughs> down, so I would remember to do that, because there are times when I've been like, oh, yeah, I'm going to say that, and then once we get here, it is long gone. And I'm Sam. Did that work? 
Is that my turn now? It was sufficient. I'm sure everyone is already having a blast. So um, as the baby had said, which is weird that the baby happened to be here on this episode. I don't know how that worked out. But sometimes, you know, sometimes like people say, you just can't write this. You seem like you hate people that's, that say that. I hate Are multiple you have a personal things. Vendetta? I hate people who say, uh, live, I mean, everyone hates live, laugh, love. Yeah, that's good. Like stereotypical now to hate that. I love, it's like, it's like the new Nickelback. I love you to the moon and back, which puts a specific, um, measurement on your love for someone instead of saying like, I don't know, to infinity and beyond like Buzz Lightyear. You want me to go Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. I love you to infinity and beyond what makes I, more. I don't want you to say either of those things. What if I just say, I love you a lot or I love you very much or uh, it's in his. You're all right. It's in his will is also really irritating it's to me. It's in his will. Oh my god. Oh, it's or his will. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's in his will. I thought you were talking about somebody no. died, and they were like, um, "Yeah, it's in his will." I would never have anything to do with anyone's will. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and uh, you're in my mom's will as the beneficiary of her entire fortune. That's not true. This house. That's not true. <laughs> This house is to be sold and to pay for her cancer no. when she has cancer. That's what she said. To be sold for the cancer fund. Yeah, for treatment because she's going to go into a home and she's going to need money from the house, which is not going to be as much as she wants it to be. I'm going to throw her in the ditch. Oh, well, that's a nice thing to do. We're just going to avoid all these costs and we're just going to accept what nature has brought. And we're throwing her in her ditch. So like I said, it's weird that Baby brought up the fact that, well, it's weird that Baby was here because Baby was in that Aaliyah song, which is crazy. And this week we're reviewing the self-titled album Aaliyah, which is the third and final album by Aaliyah. I know that you are miserable. Um, Am I? You don't know these things. Well, it's nine o'clock. I have not talked about this barely at all it's nine o'clock at night and you yeah. are very tired I'm not very and tired. we have an hour of playtime. so let's get this started with this album it came out in august of 20 or 2001 i have a hard time saying 2001 that. Okay. 2001 and it came out one month before she died I believe that's the case. Maybe I need to accurately so look this up instead not of going by memory. Posthumously released? No, it was released right before she died. Okay. I did not do any research on this album. I only listened to it. I did not. Okay, I don't I'm even wrong. know what Bill Paxton did this year. This came out in July of 2001. She died in August 2001. So this was out for like a month and two weeks. And then oh, she wow. died. Okay. So let's get this started with... This song, We Need a Resolution, first track, first single. Ah. Ah. This is written by Timothy Mosley. Okay, I was going to ask, is this like an album full of different writers and different producers and stuff? So the there is a main writer on most of the songs as far as the lyrics go, which is someone named Stephen Garrett, known professionally as Static. Okay. And he has written songs for several people, Destiny's Child, Genuine, Aaliyah, and such. But she worked with him a lot. Okay. Uh, and then Timothy Mosley wrote the music, also known as Timbaland. Oh, okay. Timbaland. So, so this has, even I think in the beginning, it ha- actually had his 
Yeah, I'm tired of arguing, girl. That's actually Timbaland. Is he Timbaland at this point, or is he Tim Mosley? You know what I mean? He was Timbaland. He produced it. Okay. Because he started as a songwriter and a producer, and then eventually made his own album after having put his name on many other artists' stuff. He worked with Aaliyah quite a bit, and he... Let's see, one, two, three... He only did three songs on this album, but he did two of the three singles. And I don't know what the singles are going to be, so you're going to have to let me in on all three of them. So, yeah, this is the first one. Was this a big hit? I'm not, I'm really not aware of Aaliyah. I was aware of Aaliyah, like, the death thing and, like, Queen of the Damned. But I, I just don't know anything about her. It's a real blind spot. So, and that kind of makes sense. Um, it it was fine. The song was is was not huge. Okay. Um, so as far as Aaliyah goes, we have here that she was born in Brooklyn but raised in Detroit. She was on Star Search at ten, so she was singing for a long time. Uh, and That's probably McMahon time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she performed in concert alongside Gladys Knight. Wow. When she was 10. That's a big accomplishment. And then at 12, she was signed to Jive Records. Uh, and her uncle's Blackground Records, which I've never heard of. But it was her uncle, Barry Hankerson, who introduced her to R. Kelly. Oh, who no. Who became her mentor and who helped to write her first album, which came out, I believe, when she was 14 or 15. And then in 15, when when she was 15. So the, the, the story is, because there are documents. You give me bits and pieces. Yeah, this is Timbaland. This is Timbaland as Timbaland. Yes, girl. Like people would, like people would know Timbaland now. Yes, okay. absolutely. Right. And he worked with Justin Timberlake a lot, too. Timbaland and Timberlake? Timbaland and Timberlake. Missy Elliott. He works with a lot of... Okay. He has a very... Southern artist? Is Aaliyah Southern? Like or like Atlanta? No, artist isn't that like. A- no, she was born in New York okay. and then was raised in Michigan. All right, uh, but I think he is. Um, so there are records of there's a marriage record, but they both never admitted to it. But there is official court record of it. They say that it was a forged document, but. Uh, they ha- but, I mean, it was obvious that they had an inappropriate relationship. Someone on the R. Kelly, uh, surviving R. Kelly documentary said that they walked in on him having sex with Aaliyah when she was like 15. So. And we know R. Kelly is a predator. He's a predator. So it's like, yeah, of course he fucked her. She it's was like, there's no question he fucked her. And 15 year olds are dumb as hell. Their hormones are yes. going crazy. Uh, my niece, we're recording this on my niece's 16th birthday. Uh, I, she, she doesn't always make the best choices. Uh, Teenagers want to fuck. So and when some ugh. popular guy who's got a lot of money with a lot of stuff and you, he seems like fly and like smooth and with it and can like teach you the business. You're gonna fuck him. <laughs> and he I would have fucked him. <laughs> oh god. He and he made her reasonably popular with her first album. But then so, supposedly her parents found out because they didn't know since it was a forged 
she gave forged information saying that she was 18 and then her <laughs> parents found out and got it annulled now do you think the parents were aware of a relationship and just kind of had a blind eye because they were getting money yeah so well and the uncle her uncle is who introduced them so yeah. i think they probably just took his word for it but Ooh. Uh, I mean, people said it was clearly inappropriate, and they spent a lot of time together. Was Aaliyah one of those girls that looked like... Oh, he was like... 27, by the way. Jesus when they got married. Christ! He was 27, was and like she was 22. 15. No, he was almost 30 when he married a 15-year-old. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. An absolute piece of shit. You know, there's like this weird range of age when you're like out of high school, but just fresh, where like... Things are technically illegal, but like I was just there, and like she's still cute. You know what I mean? And like, or he's still cute because it's like this weird age gap that will not matter years later when like a twenty-seven and a thirty-one-year-old hook up. It doesn't fucking matter then. I mean, even if it's like someone who's seventeen and nineteen, that can still be—it's still technically, technically illegal. Statutory rape, but like you know, you, you understand that the like chemical composition and the brain composition would still have that attraction. Twenty yeah, your fucking are crazy. Twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Your brain knows bad. No, wrong. Not happening. Predator. Yeah, That's I was gonna ask though. Shit. Is she like womanly? Fifteen. Is she like being sexy in videos and stuff like that? Wow. Okay. It's interesting that you say that because of Aaliyah's actual style. Okay. Her style was very much very baggy clothes. Okay. Modest. Because I think. This relates to her music. I think her music is very modest. It doesn't sound flashy all the time. It just sounds very laid back and smooth and comfortable. No, when she was 15, she wore like sweats okay. and t-shirts and a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. Look at him. He just got his dick sucked by a 15-year-old. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> Look, he's not even wearing pants. He's wearing shorts. Yeah, so his dick can fall out of the bottom of the shorts. That's horrifying. Horrifying, but you know she's not over sexualized at all. There, she just looks like a kid. Oh, there's a more full. No, she would she would wear like baggy clothes. That was her style. But then as she got like sexier, she would wear like baggy pants. But then like, like a wife beater or something, or more like a bikini top. Oh, okay. So she would still still with do like, the like with like a little thong poking out of the top on the side. No, that wasn't her style. Okay, I don't think. I don't All think right. she did that. Let's move along to the next song. But I enjoyed that song. I With like a little uh, butt cheek sticking out. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> uh, a little bit in one of the songs. Um, let's move along to the second song. Do you like that song, by the way? I, I, I do. Okay. I just said that. What do you think oh, about it? Okay, of misery? Well, uh, no. Here's the, I just, just kind of ties in with what I just said and her style. This is so like laid back and like modest in a way. It's not super flashy it sounds more mature for someone her age yes it sounds mature it sounds the drum sounds aren't like over electronic there's electronic drums yes but it just seems like smooth it seems like an amber colored room with nice wooden furniture in it and like nice clothes you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like flashy and like look at what i got and like aggressive and like in your face, like DMX. She was 22 when uh, she died. 20, that's way too young. Then when this came out, she was 22. Way too young. And she probably would have transitioned into like some soul singer kind of thing mm-hmm. and gotten like super respectful. But like I said on the Kirk episode, or I alluded to shortly, uh, I, there is a conspiracy that Beyonce and Jay-Z <laughs> had her killed because 
uh, Beyonce, yeah, saw her as a huge competition, Did, which I, they're totally different. Like their styles are different. It's just yeah, that they're and popular. I don't believe it. You, do you believe girl. that shit? No, it, it was, I understand what, when I watched the video, how people could get sucked into shit like that. Yeah. But I'm too, I'm just too cynical to just be like, yeah, and be all like pie eyed about it. I just think that those kind of people, they're like, okay, well, then I'll just do something bigger and better. And then it elevates us both. You're not going to sit there and be like, I'm going to kill her. When you can just be like, no, I think I can one up her. And that's worse than killing her. You know what I mean? Well, she did both. Not worse, but you can feel better about it because one, you're not potentially going to jail. But uh, you play the next song so we can yeah, get moving. And this, I wanted to finish a thought. Well, this song is called Loose Rap, and this is actually featuring Static Major, um, which is the guy who wrote her lyrics. Okay. It's featuring him, though? Yes. Mad nah. I was going to say, to f- Missy Elliott sounds aggressive to me. Mm-hmm. This does not. This is like... Come before back. you come, I need to shave my choke cha. And even the music will be like... In your face. This all seems like chilling back, smoking a fucking blunt, and just taking it easy. Her uh, kind of like R. Kelly. So I want to say something about her style. Okay. Did you finish your thought, or that was that? Yeah, was no, it? you're good. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I think her. I think she was okay. So for me, I, I'm pretty sure she died before Lisa left. I Lopez. Let me check. Okay. I forgot to look at this before this I, would, I think so too, but I re- that feels right in my body. Not that I would know it at all, but I feel like that's correct. So I feel like Lisa Lepo yeah, so has died after we were in high school. She died. Yeah, she did. Um, they both technically did. So, um, so Aaliyah died August 25th, and then on April 25th, seven or eight months later. Oh, same year. No, it was 2002. So she died, Aaliyah died in August, and then Lisa Left Eye Lopez died in April, eight months later. I, this was my first celebrity death. I was young. I loved Aaliyah. Loved her. I had the TV on. It was one of the times when we had cable, and I would have MTV on all the time. And it was like breaking MTV news. Plane crash. 22-year-old Aaliyah is dead and I remember just like being in shock and I just started crying (laughs) and I was so like it it really kind of broke my heart because it was also I thought she was so talented yeah there are things about her that I think stand out like you said like I think her style is different it's more laid back she's she seems certain of who she is and like mature and it's like a, a debrat confidence, but with this style of music. And she has such a crisp, clear voice. I think that she doesn't have to be super strong and in your face and over sing to get the point across. Like she just sounds very pretty. It's it, as you said that I I heard it as it's so precise. And clean sounding that she knows she doesn't have to do over the top. I don't think that was her singing style, honestly. I don't think she had a strong voice in that way. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has a powerful voice. And I think she just did what she could do well. Of course, she was a soprano, so everything's kind of like 
up in the higher yeah it's in the higher ranges but I still enjoy it I felt like she was different than a lot of people and I was very sad and then where you died. hit again when Lisa left I Lopez was uh, dead absolutely that was rough for me because I was just like what is happening because it was a plane crash for Aaliyah and then it was a car crash who's next for Justin Lisa. Timberlake no he's gonna live forever that precious baby he has uh oh I need to watch my words but that that precious man has uh, what were you, a blanket around to him. watch your words I said the b word the b word I can't say baby or someone might come oh, back oh that bitch no. If you say bitch, Freddy Krueger might show up. No, but you should make me keep saying it so it, you know, happens. Bitch! Just because of whatever. Uh, let's move along to the next song. This was uh, the... Eh, yeesh. What's a, what's a yeesh? It's because I keep looking things up and then I have to go back to look at, you know, information and things that I need. So then I start going. You gotta write this down on so a notebook, girl. This song was released in November. So this song was released posthumously. So what had actually happened is she had, during the day, she was recording Queen of the Damned, that movie. And then at night, she worked on her album. And she actually worked on her album for like three years because it had been put on hold for a while and then picked back up. But she was just like super fucking busy at the time. So she had recorded the music video for the second uh, release, which also was released posthumously. And then You she, mean single-wise? Yeah, the single. Because the album's out. The album is out. Okay. So the first song came out. And then she recorded the music video for the second single and then went from there to record the music video for the third single. And after recording the video, she got in a plane, a charter plane that was way overloaded in weight. And it, it, it got it was like 200 feet, I think. From the from where it took off that it crashed and caught on fire. God damn, what? And uh, she would not have survived her injuries. If it didn't kill her the way that it did, and everyone who was on the plane died. Wow. Uh, she would not have been able to. Like, she had severe burns. and So it's almost good that she died on impact? Yeah, it would have been, a, it an been agonizing, like... slow death. Jeez. If not, so... It, it's super sad, but I Why was... Why God hate Aaliyah so much? Because God isn't real. <laughs> so this here is the song that killed Aaliyah. Here is Rock the Boat. Is this that third this music is, video? This she is was... the third single. So okay. this is the one where she's dancing on a boat in the... I don't remember where it was. Was it the Bahamas or something? Because that's where they recorded it. And then they had a. they said that they had to be in Miami that night. So they had to get on this charter plane. But part of that conspiracy was that Aaliyah didn't want to go. And some she said that she had had a headache. So someone gave her a pill and it ended up knocking her out. And someone carried her onto the plane. But that just seems like it's... I don't, I don't know. That's not confirmed or cannot be substantiated. Uh, I think I read something else that said that. But I don't know if it was a trustworthy source. But it's it's weird. I don't think it's worth killing her, but Beyonce did become like the number one. So and Beyonce seems flashier and more in your face. But she is. I don't like. I mean, I usually like flashier in your face, but 
In this world, I think I want a more laid-back dude. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I've listened to this album, it has given me major Justin Timberlake vibes. Really? Like, the music, not her singing, but, like, I can hear Justin Timberlake singing on almost all of these songs. There'd be more flashiness to the music. It's almost oh, like yeah. the basic part of the songs. But I get the same vibe. It makes total sense, knowing what you like, that you that this is your jam. I have given you Marvin Gaye before, and this is kind of like the Marvin Gaye uh, yeah, of yeah. that world. I think kind of more smooth and... Not near as miserable as we thought this was going to be. I thought you were going to be absolutely, like, horribly just tortured the whole time. And I thought that the music was going to be it. I didn't think it was going to necessarily be her, who didn't write any of her songs ever, by the way. Oh, uh, she, I, I didn't think so. I think Excuse she, me. I think she wrote like late. one or two songs at one point, but or maybe one. But for the most part, like everything that was released was never written by her. But she was a child, and then her she put out her she third was album. Groomed. <laughs> third album by uh, twenty two. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild that she's putting out an album by like fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. But that is still she's kind like, of a stretch. I'm I'm thirty seven and I'm still in my head like. All right, it's about time to get this music thing into full effect. <laughs> I just wonder what it would have been like if she got the backing that people like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera did because she's way more talented than Britney Spears. Britney Spears was a great entertainer, like dancer and performer. She put on a hell of a fucking performance. And, but so did Aaliyah. Aaliyah was a tremendous fucking dancer. All right. I didn't know that, but thanks for saying it. I think from the sounds of it, Aaliyah would have transitioned to like diva status, but not like attitude diva she would have been like a gladys knight or someone who's yes. like respected and considered more classy exactly. and when she comes out people are like oh my fucking god like you would lose your mind like people do for beyonce right now i think that she would have the same like trajectory and maybe maybe beyonce was right maybe she needs to be oh my god <laughs> but so this song is uh very mature for her because it's a it's a woman telling a man how to please her how to touch her which good by the way that's what people should be doing and <laughs> and when they're that's why you, well first of all you should be having sex with people that you're comfortable with <laughs> step one who's of, uh, of an age that you should be having sex with oh my god and yeah get to the point where you can have conversations with each other that's important there's so much it's weird yeah it's like super raw but it's weird but it's important it's you like that yeah i like that like I think sexual, like, progression has been weird because, like, now there's more porn than ever. But I think now that puts more pressure on bodies and performance than ever before. But before that time of such accessibility, you were embarrassed to talk about what worked for you. So by the time we're okay with being like, hey, you know, we can actually have this conversation. By that time... Everything is like so jaded and fucked up that you're like, am I enough for you? Is this going to work? And you like don't even want to ask because you're like, I'm just supposed to know. That's also the problem with porn and just everybody talking to each other through cell phones is that people aren't spending that time to like do all the 
I don't want to say like the, I'm not saying they're not for playing, but there's, there's, it, it seems to be more forced and less like easing into stuff. I don't know. At least that's my assumption with, uh, you know. So you think when it's like, come over and hook up, there's no foreplay in the hookup. You think it's just like walk in and fuck. No, I think that there's some of, I, I, I think, there's there's stuff it just seems like maybe things aren't naturally happening as much as someone just saying hey you want to fuck oh maybe i think it probably is a little bit more acceptable now to just straight come out with what the plan is well if you've been if you've had cell phone smartphones since you were born and porn has always been accessible your entire life the way that it is and it's just there (laughs) <laughs> versus times when like people had to order tapes that were sent discreetly to their house <laughs> stuff like that like well, it's a different age to search it's in the woods time. and find random pages in stuff sticky pages <laughs> yeah so it, it i just i think that it maybe makes people a little desensitized to or just like more awkward because they're not kind of like flowing as naturally maybe but i could be wrong it's just like i said i don't know it's my assumption i just imagine that everyone is autistic and frigid (laughs) (laughs) not everyone is me having sex (laughs) i'm not gonna say autistic and frigid and Am I enough for you? (laughs) So, oh no. This far in, we're this far in, and you're asking me that? Oh no, I don't want to know the answer. Let's move on. So, Holy Front-Loaded Album, the fourth track, is the second of the three. It's, I mean, it's the, all, we, we are now to all three of the singles within the first four songs on this album. And this is an hour-long album, so... Uh, the getting all that out at the beginning is kind of bold. I think it's a front load. It is a front load. Here's more than a woman. More than a woman. So this was actually the first video that came out after she died, and it was very uh, like CG stuff, like gears and stuff in the background, uh, and just very dance heavy. That's Janet Jackson's thing with not CG. Now the well, no, because she did that with some things, like the song that she did with Busta Rhymes. Or like Scream with Michael. Those were very... very But I'm thinking of the gear video. Where she's just dancing in an industrial area. And you're like, there's sparks flying in the background. Someone's got a hammer. No, it's interesting that you bring her up because she has also been compared to Janet Jackson and having kind of more a laid-back style. Oh, laid-back style? And I wanted to say this. Singing style. This is not a girly voice. Really? Because she's a soprano. She's a soprano, but she's not. It's not the the vocal frame. Yeah, it's pretty. It's clean. It's clear. It's pretty. Grinding. God, there's a line in this song. We'll get to it. Okay, please, because I can never remember what it, what it, it. is. I, yeah, as soon as you said it to me, and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then as soon as I heard it, I was like, okay. <laughs> it's on a very dramatic song, too. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> it's funny, because uh, Jesse, Jesse Gray, okay. is... Uh, 
the only person I think I actually the only other person I know who loves this album <laughs> and he and I bonded over it and there's a song that we uh, it's I think it was both of our favorite songs on the album and we would uh we would love when it like we would reference it I think within the last year or so he may have shared it and tagged me <laughs> so it's it's something that we share you for as much as it sounds as you're a fan of Aaliyah, you don't bring her up that much. You brought up many more artists than her in our past. Uh, well, I do kind of... I I think I just kind of haven't really listened to her as much for a while, but I yeah. own all of her albums yeah. and have since Would you like, say she's school. one of your favorite artists? No. Okay. But I do love her very much. And uh, okay, I want to do some comparisons. Okay, let's let's do that. Aaliyah versus Christina Aguilera. Aaliyah. Okay. Uh, Christine. No wait. <laughs> Aaliyah. Aaliyah versus. Well, that's easy. I shouldn't even say that one. Um, Justin Timberlake. You definitely like Justin Timberlake more, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know where to put her then. This is a weird. I never wanted Aaliyah to be inside me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to talk about what gets me on. It's Aaliyah putting her fist in my ass. It gets you on. Her, t- yeah. <laughs> that's how. That's how good at sexual stuff I am. <laughs> this Just is getting you on. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Her tiny little fist. She looks like a little girl to me. She's very skinny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, little, too. I think, like... I don't know. I guess I'm, like, five, six. Five, five. I guess I could see if that's uh, information that got you out there. Know. By the way, that song is headed towards a more aggressive sound. Yes. But it's not aggressive somehow. It still sounds smooth to me. And uh, the snare drum, I wasn't even talking about. I haven't talked about tones Five, very much. seven. Five seven. This is how tall she yeah, it's was. Taller than I thought. Taller than the average heighted woman. Huh. Uh, but then again, I didn't really watch any videos on her. I just saw some pictures. Because um, I was. Oh, so you didn't do any research, but you looked up pictures. I didn't like watch videos, so I don't know like her dance. Well, yeah, you don't have to watch videos to yeah, jerk reference. off. I did not jerk off. I. Pictures of Aaliyah is just not going to do it. I'm 37. Just like pictures of Janet Jackson also didn't do it. Let's exactly. move on to the next song, which is the song that you were referencing. It is uh, the first real ballad that we're getting to here, and it's pretty dramatic. It's called Never No More. It's so uncomfortable to listen to this song with you. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. There's some things I wouldn't like necessarily listen to with you. But I also think this song is like cheesy and embarrassing, kind of. But it's not terrible, but like it starts so strong and dramatic. It, it sounds no more dramatic than a lot of songs. To me, it drips no more than a lot of them. It's the part. Yeah, so she's talking about getting uh, abused. Uh-huh. It says, I thought I lost you when you twist back my arm. It's not a good mentality. I don't know what the rest of the lyrics are in the song, but is it like that the whole time? I 
ask myself you would put your hands on me again. Is that what? Never no more. Yeah, it's a very dramatic song. But is the is it about her actually leaving and like, or she's sticking around? I have trouble following through with what the whole I thing think is. It sounds like she did stay because the next. I mean, she says, I should have left you. I stooped to your level. Now here we go again. You at my throat. Now I see the same old change that I did before. Like, nothing's changing. Like it's so, just... it's, so it's not necessarily an empowering song. No, it's someone who's in the same place that they thought they weren't going to be in. But well, then here we are again. Then I think that helps the cheesiness. Because the topic alone is good enough that, like, it doesn't seem... It'd be different if it was just, and I love you, baby, and you're the one for me. I think like she- this is heavier and means something way more. So I think that takes the cheesiness down. Oh, no, I think it just, it's very audibly cheesy. It sounds cheesy. She's really yeah. in that high falsetto. I mean, she's not falsetto. I'm sorry. She's in that like higher range. And it's just doing it's, a lot of runs up and down. And just the way that she's performing it, it's very dramatic. It is very dramatic, yeah. And, and obviously she's stupid. She's got to stay with this guy, am I right? I don't mean that. I know people stay in relationships they shouldn't because of self-esteem and other issues. I get it. Our 12 listeners. <laughs> Thank you, 12 listeners. We appreciate you. Again. Okay, it's the first time I've listened to this album with two headphones on, because normally everything's in one ear. Oh, so you haven't heard... That little... Boop, 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 yeah, was she's, fucking trippy, she's man. done things back and forth between the two. Yeah, right there. That sounds neat. Headphones. Okay. I don't think these drums are not electronic, but the samples they chose are correct like they for what it is it sounds good enough it sounds like they didn't go like hey we want these to be hip-hop sound samples where it's going to be like those 808 samples where it's real like and like doesn't sound like a real kick drum well this is written by someone named buddha his name's steven anderson better yeah. known as buddha uh, producer, songwriter, composer, and rapper for such artists as ice cube dr dre exhibit and Aaliyah. Yeah. So she definitely she stuck to a style. She wanted to be that like, and I, I th- and my dad brought this up once, and ever since he brought it up, I've never been able to not hear it. And there is a trend that she was highly a part of, which would be like soprano voices, high voices with like grittier sounds, like grittier music, or like rappers and stuff with like a juxtaposing yeah. uh, vocal tone. And yeah. that that became like it's a thing like, there for a while. I don't know why, but girl, I gotta have it. Yeah. Cause and I I'm just, real the way you made me. Yeah. Like, it just, it happened a lot. Oh, God. <laughs> I hurt. Man, <laughs> you can't be doing that. Y'all gotta do that appropriately. No, it like put phlegm where it didn't belong. Yeah, it glottled you. Glottled. <laughs> yeah, that's sounds the word like I a made up for it. Man's last name. <laughs> Hi, name's Tom Glottel. Well, I was thinking Timothy Glottel. Hey, we both had T's. We do both have T's, and that's uh, teeth. A fool. We both have 
teeth. We have a love for Mr. T. We both have titties. I do have teeth. Let's move along to the next song. This was written by Melissa Elliott. I know it looks like one's missing in the middle, but I swear I've got all of them. You don't have. <laughs> you just have space in between your teeth. There's nothing really just wrong. Just let with me have jokes. You just let me hate myself and pretend I'm worse than I'm than I am. I truly don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've reached an age where I do not care. I think you would look silly if you ever fixed your teeth. I think that that's part of I what makes a, you look who you are. I had a beautiful straight smile for a little bit. I would get letters and calls from females nonstop. And then the gap came back and it all went dry. And here we are. <laughs> and you forgot everything. Like how to talk to women and how to please women. Yeah, and it's all gone. Oh, I never knew that second part. <laughs> Let's move along to the next song, like I said, written by Melissa Elliott. I'm just not acknowledging any of that. And I care for you. So this song was not a single or anything, but this was a song that I feel... So there was a like a tribute music video or something, I think, to this that M- Missy Elliott was behind after Elliott died. So this wasn't actually a single, but I think that... It was kind of pushed out there a bit. As kind of like... Did it have like footage of her in black and white and slowed down and stuff? Let me look real quick. And then like would fade into another image of her on stage. Like singing and like, like in the moment. And then her in the studio. Okay, so I guess that this was originally... So when they got rid of uh, R. Kelly after her first album, they got her connected with Missy Elliott and that's who Missy Elliott and Timbaland did her second album One in a Million which came out in 1996 this song I guess was originally written for that by Missy and Timbaland but it was shelved and then they re-recorded it for this so it sounded different I guess originally how odd and maybe a foot in my mouth now but I was like you know, like, Missy Elliott makes aggressive stuff? Well, it does say here, following Aaliyah's death, I Care For You received heavy airplay in the U.S. despite not having been released as a single. It peaked at number 16. It was then included on Aaliyah's posthumous compil- compilation album, I Care For You. And it was released as a third single on that. So there's technically a fourth album? Uh, there is, but it's a compilation album. Okay. So it's so not... It's like, a, okay. like a greatest hits? Mm-hmm. All right. I think it has those some, albums, though, I think. It has some, uh, I think it has some unreleased stuff on it, too. So it's a, com- yeah, it's a combination of... Maybe some different versions uh, of stuff? Just yeah, that it out has there. her version of Got to Give It Up, which she did as well. What's Got to Give It Up? It's a Marvin Gaye song. How's it go? I used to go out to parties. Yeah. But I don't think I know if it was an actual remit or an actual cover. I, I can't remember. But I was exposed to both Marvin Gaye and Aaliyah through my sister, I oh. believe. Maybe, maybe not. Oh well, no, because Beth loved the song "Are You That Somebody" and it got on my radar. And that's that's the song with the and that was a huge oh. hit for her. Okay. Does that really Terrible need somebody? Tell me that somebody. Terrible song baby oh shit i said it again yeah we're okay i think they left they yeah there's multiple no i just uh or is that the baby's pronoun I'm just referring to the baby in the safest way that i possibly gotcha. can the I baby like took that. the chocolate milk and left i think that cunt 
Uh, is that a safe way to refer to the baby? the best way to handle the baby <laughs> is to just give it what it wants and let it leave. Noted. It's the forever baby. Kurt! Jack hates me! Get the popsicle, you'll calm down! Sorry, that's just what reminded me of when you said you give the baby what it wants and it'll leave. Kirk's bad parenting. Kirk's parenting. <laughs> I'm sure it got better, but holy shit. Jack made it to uh, 18 years old. Oh, He's alive still. He's got long hair. I hear he just sits around and smokes pot. <laughs> Not very different from my nephew. Why are you doing that with the microphone? I'm sure it sounds terrible. Because it was fun for me in the moment. Yeah. It's hard for me to really tell because I'm in the room with you and you have a voice that carries. I do have a voice. No, because when that comes out of you, it sounds rapey. <laughs> rapey? You sound rapey. With a side of molestation. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> why, when I, why when I tried to go into like a role play of a rapey guy, I immediately went, little boy. Creepy. Molestation isn't just to children. That's just usually how it's heard. That's just the easiest one. <laughs> and the most satisfying. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I think it's just considered <laughs> assault as an adult, which is the ooh. Mm, salt. Assault as an adult. Salt <laughs> hurts you as an adult. It uh, hurts your heart, even uh, though you need iodine, which is typically salt is an adult assault. Um Let's move along to the next song, you which loved it. it's going to be hard to not give this away because uh, this is the song that I share with Jesse. This is the okay. song I love so very much. Right, um, noted. What's the name of this song? You'll get, you'll, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, here, uh, extra smooth. By the way, this is like the first time I've heard this album. This one? this part it's as soon as she starts singing and it's very enjoyable but yeah this is so of timely the beginning of this song oh, okay brown eyes, so we built nice. <laughs> coming on strong six pack showing <laughs> yes talking about me so far <laughs> I love that Wayne hangs out when we record. He does hang He's out. such a good boy. He's like our biggest fan. <laughs> you have to fight Chris now. This is like straight up cartoon that they took. We're like, like it's the. It sounds like Car Carly McCulkin. What's his name? McCall Carly Macaulay Culkin. Kevin McAllister. It sounds like Kevin McAllister in that moment is setting up a fucking trap. Well, for the wet bandits. Because you're listening to the music. I'm listening to her interesting uh, vocals because she spends a lot of her time in her higher ranges. And a lot of this song is in a lower range. Which I, you know I like a, a woman with lower range. Jimmy played some female vocalist for me today singing. He's like, don't you think it sounds like Michelle? I went, no. <laughs> it's not. But anyway. You don't know who it was? Nah, I don't know. It was just some random person on the internet. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you, know what? Lower you know what I noticed about her voice? Very good at harmonizing with herself. A lot of these lines, if you listen, there's like three voices, mm -hmm. and they're all doing a different note. And 
it's like, wow, you're like making a chord with your fucking voice right now. When people can do that, I think that's very talented. I have no talent with the, the throat besides like screaming. I don't have any talent in like doing that kind of layering and stuff. So crisp and clear. Impressive. Yeah, it's crisp. And I think she's making it crisp while doubling and sometimes tripling, which is very impressive. And probably time-consuming to get all the syllables to end on the same spot start at the same spot. It's extra, 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 extra smooth. It sure is. It's comma, 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 hands. that fucking cartoon sound? Yeah, I don't... I think it's appealing. <laughs> no, like, I just don't... It, for me, like I said, the focus isn't on the music as much because I understand that the music is kind of cartoony. But I just, like... I just thought it. I don't know. And for some reason, the song has always stuck with me, and I've always enjoyed it very much. And it's mine and Jesse's song. Listen to the snare. The kick drum is back to electronic techno. But the snare doesn't sound terrible. No, it doesn't sound terrible. But the snare sounds like a real tight actual snare. I know it's not. But they chose the sample to be that sound. Mm-hmm. So even Timbaland. that, even that paired with the extra techno-y sounding kick drum, it's it works way better than what I'm used to hearing. Where it can be like a instead of like a crack of a snare drum, like sounds like a a marching drum almost. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got a crack to it, but not like an electronic crack. Even like though it is. Like yeah. a hip. Eh, the Hyatts are so pretty electronic, but but they're not doing that, that thing I'm gonna that drives me fucking nuts. Let this next song just play. Uh, it's called Read Between the Lines. Uh, this is the last song that we're going to listen to before we take a little break, Ski. I swore you said Reba Between the Lines there for a second. Read Between the Lines, Reba. That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's the night that they hung an innocent man. That's the night that a grabber came through the wall. Don't trust yourself to know backwards southern lawyer. And me and Bert Gummer shot it down. (laughs) (laughs) This is so early 2000s. I don't remember this song so far. I believe this is another... No, this is not. This is another uh, Steven Anderson song, a Buddha song. Buddha! Do you think it's going to be a big old belly and a bald head? I don't think he did. (laughs) Um, But maybe he did. I don't know what Buddha looks like. There's not a picture on his Wikipedia page. So while this stuff becomes, like, I say it's been smooth, like laid back, this one is a little bit more over your face, but it's still not, like, aggressive sounding to me. Sometimes that can easily become background noise and, like, start to check out easily. He's in the green shirt. Yeah, I wouldn't call him big-bellied and bald-headed. No, he's actually, yeah. He, well, no, because there he doesn't have bald a bald head at all. He has a nice head of hair. Nope. Looks like he could uh, give me some lessons in having some hair on the front of his head. <laughs> he might be wearing a piece. Is that my future? A piece? Maybe. I could wear a gun on my head. Yeah, I'd be like, if you look at my thinning hair, I'll my fucking ball, ball, you. Shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
That's a funny. So do you like every song on this album? Do you jam no. this whole fucking album? I will, but there are songs that are skipped. Okay. I, every listen that I had, and I don't have a number, I'll go ahead and say that now. One of those, huh? Uh, but I didn't listen all the way through every time. Sometimes I would just get to a certain spot. I would always listen to the first handful of songs, at least. Usually till about extra smooth, and then... Yeah, I get more, I get pickier after that. But no, because then I care for you. Yeah, because the ballads, nah, like I, I'm fine with them. But I also just enjoy her do dan- doing dancey stuff because she was a really good dancer. It's all right, Sam. Just yawn like a sweet baby. I'm say on. I'll swat it. God, we, we've been saying the B word a lot this episode. Yeah, we have. Uh, maybe we just say baby. it all the time. Yeah, baby. You say baby too. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Fuck. Lost it. Was it something about how I said that I don't listen to all of the songs and then I do skip some tracks? Oh, I was going to say, you know what happened to me? Every time I listen to this album. You wanted to skip every song? No. No. Wasn't going that easy of a joke. It's not a joke at all, actually. I would have to uh, look at my phone and go, oh shit, how many songs have I listened past? This is not that Aaliyah album anymore. Oh. It's on the autoplay. Oh, yeah. And it gets like some completely different artist. Or maybe not just a woman singing. That's when I listen. And my brain would go, oh, fuck, wait, oh, fuck. When I put on albums for this podcast, a lot of times I will turn off the autoplay. Because you can do it if you scroll down to the bottom, you can turn it off. Yeah. So it will just play that album because. Well, if I gave you Dying Fetuses or something, you're not going to fucking know. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like, I don't always know what's going on. With I don't know the album well enough between the last song and another song. So. And it might sound the exact same to you. Yeah, or I just don't want to continue listening to that sort of music. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, you do. Skullfucked. <laughs> Skullfucked? Yeah. I taught my young liege Adam at work about the song Skullfucked by Dying Fetus. And did he like it? Uh, he likes the story that I have along with it. And he thinks it's hilarious that the song exists. But does he sit around and listen to Skullfucked on his own? Of course he does. Absolutely not. Not yet. Does he sit around and listen to Ball, Ball and Jack. Jack on his own? Almost every day, it All seems. All the fucking time. <laughs> good for him. What a good boy. So we're going to... Today I showed him the song, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You've got a brand new key. Oh, how, what, did you think it just ridiculous? I thought it was ridiculous. And then about 10 minutes later, when he sang it 48 times in <laughs> his head, he said, God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to not... Who is that again? Is, is it a one-name person? I can look it up for you. No, I don't think it is. Right now, I don't think it is either. It is a song by... Oh, Melanie. Oh, okay, Melanie. All right. Brand New Key. Yeah, that's a song that uh, Jim Norton loves a lot. lot. Uh, We're not going to listen to that, though. We're going to listen to a song called Back and Forth, which, as we go out to break, it's a song from Aaliyah's first album with R. Kelly. Okay. So you can kind of hear what she sounded like when she was 14, 15. Yes. Lay it on me. Sounds pretty much the same. Voices. Not a 15 year old. Nope. Very mature. Here you go. And you can hear in the background, it's R. Kelly. Uh, 
he's a good guy. We'll be back. Everybody look up R. Kelly and see why he's such a good guy. Yeah, in I case gotta, you don't already know. I feel like I gotta wash my hands. I feel like you should also wash another part of you. Because it probably smells. We'll be back. Here's R. Kelly. Oh, God. Hello. 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 Hello there. Yes, yes. Check, check one. Check a one. Is it working? Yeah, yeah, it's totally working. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to a mini episode of the Abraham Lincoln Cracking Borium Show. Yeah, I'll play some music now, yeah, okay? We don't need any music. Let's keep this quiet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. let's keep this quiet. All right. Anyway, if you don't know, my name is Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. And I know what you're thinking. We've heard this story before, but in case you haven't, I'm resurrected from the grave from the power of crack cocaine. I so still don't think that's the truth, but... What the hell? On. It's not my story to tell. I'm sorry. Stop interrupting I'm me. I'm sorry. Not loud. I'm not supposed to get loud. Uh, why? By the way, why are we supposed to be loud? I don't really know why we gotta be uh, whispered like this. It's because we broke into the studio for the Couple of Critics podcast which is just the front room of the house that they fucking sleep in, dude. Yeah, I, I forgot about that part. It's true, though. They do sleep in this house. Yeah. And in separate rooms, they're married, but they sleep separately. It's a very strange occurrence. Come on, who cares? Don't be so old-fashioned. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to check in with everybody here at the Couple of Critics Podcast. Yeah. In case you are a fan of the Abraham Lincoln Crack Emporium show, or of my good friend here, the co-host who's been talking to you, oh. Outrageous Philbin, brother of Regis Philbin. Isn't that right, my good yeah. friend? Yeah, yep, that's right. Hi, everybody. I am the brother of the deceased Regis Philbin. Uh, I am out Regis Philbin. I was born first. I think that's I think that's my story. I may have said something different in the past. If so, I'm now his older brother. No matter what was said no, in the past. Nobody cares. Oh, my God. But what? Oh, my God. Yeah, what? I think I hear Michelle in the background. She's awake. Ah, oh, fuck. We gotta get the fuck out of here before yeah. she realizes we're in here. Yeah, well, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, God, she just hit the door. Quick. What? Get under the table. Okay, all right. Jesus Christ, the fucking dog's gonna find us. Oh, God, he's gonna bite me. Better you than me, uh, buddy. What oh. are we gonna do? Nothing uh, to see here. Wait, don't do that. You just what? made the dog know where we are. No, I didn't. The dog's no. Oh, my God. Ah! Oh, my God. My penis. It's got a hold of my penis with its Hey, but I would like to thank everyone listening out there. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to mid-podcast bullshit, and we're thrilled that you chose us. Have a good day. Thank you. And we're back. Come on. Yeah, this is a song with DMX that was on the soundtrack for Romeo Must Die, which was another movie she was in. Did you ever see any of Aaliyah's movies? Like Romeo I, Must Die or Queen of the Damned? I may have seen sections of Queen of the Damned at one point, but... <laughs> I don't have any memory of it. I brought the song back because I like the Besides the, the pictures out. I saw of her the other day on the internet when I was not jerking off. I don't believe that. Oh, from Queen of the Damned? Yeah. 
I wanted to see. See, I looked it up because I thought her brother portrayed her physically in Queen of the Dam no. when she couldn't be there. Just voice. So I wanted to see if there was a goofy picture of her brother in the Queen of the Damned outfit. Turns out he just did some voice stuff for yeah, her. Yeah, some ADR stuff. Yeah. So. So. I was disappointed. I wanted to see a dude in the Queen of the Damned outfit wearing like coiled titties. That's not something I looked into if they, I don't remember, I feel like they got everything fit, like, recorded physically, I just think not all, the ADR yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think all video was done. I think principal photography and maybe reshoots were done. They just needed some audio done. That maybe. movie was a pile of crap. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I remember it got bad reviews, and but I wanted to see it because I liked her, and it was not good. I don't even know if she did a good job because I fucking hate vampires and she was a vampire. I've never. She's the queen of the damned. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I think she's like a lame vampire too. I think she talks like a Slytherin snipe. How is you doing? Yeah. I'm queen of the damned. It's so fucking lame. Let's get back into this album. We are reviewing (laughs) Aaliyah's Aaliyah. uh, You got nerve. This is some uh, attitude, and I've, I'm not a big fan of this song. I, I don't think any song on this album is necessarily just horrible. I would listen to this al- whole album more over, like, any Taylor Swift album any day. You heard me? And you are going hard on Taylor Swift lately. Well, she's a, What's she do to She's you? a popular, well-known person, so that's that's an easy pick. Why, it's low-hanging yeah. fruit. So let's go back to Hillary Rodham Clinton. What about her? She stayed with her Lock husband her after up. he got his dick sucked by multiple women. Multiple, huh? What's up, Playa? You got nerve. <laughs> I do. Um, I will say, by this point of the album, I was like, she's definitely got a style, and it doesn't, it doesn't waver far. And like you said, like she could do what she did, and she did it very well. Like, there's not a lot of like. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not like a very far pendulum swing. Like, everything is just style of sound. It all stays in a smooth central lane. Boring. Or she just um, just maybe, sticks to what she does. Maybe, maybe boring to me, but not boring like. I don't think it's like. Bad. Like I don't. I. You know, there's some artists that'll be like, "There's no merit to this. Mm-hmm. There's this. This is just garbage." No redeeming factors. Yes, I would not say that about any of these songs. I would just say it is not for me. Yes, it could be boring, but for me, it's because I'm not into like vocals are not my favorite thing on anything. Yeah. Especially so if not I'm not like high female voices. Yeah. So if I'm not invested in the main thing, it'd be like if I'm not like into Les Claypool's bass playing, then I'm not going to like anything he's involved in. Yeah. Or it's not going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and with the Les Claypool example, that person would say, he's obviously talented. He's obviously knows what he's doing. It's just And good not for, for him. It's just not my thing. So it's kind of like that with this. Like I was, it doesn't make me go. Ugh. Wasn't wasn't miserable. It doesn't make me feel like she's doing it just for money. Especially when you tell me how young she was when she's doing all this. Mm-hmm. Kids don't get into music for money. 
No, not unless they just have parents who push them. But yeah, she was and singing on Star Search at ten, and she did not win, by the way, because mm. she's never had a very strong voice, and they usually went with the people who, who like belted, could belt and yeah. stuff. And I bet she could belt. I don't remember. Let me let's see if I can find her on Star Search, and we can see. Cause I don't even remember the song that she did. Like I would be surprised if live. She just saves those kinds of things for like one moment or two of the concert. So then you're really like, holy shit, you know, peak moments. Whereas like Christina Aguilera, she's going to do that the whole fucking time. And she's going to do that run thing that, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the whole fucking time. It's just like death metal drumming. They're going to do that the whole time and it's just going to get tiresome. So maybe she had that in her back pocket and just used it when she needed and didn't need it on the albums. I don't think that's the... Uh, you don't think that's the case? I don't think so. Just let me give the dead girl more credit, please. Oh I faded that song out, but it was uh, very near the, the end. The now. Um, let's see. This doesn't say what she's singing. Let's, I don't, let's see how it goes. Aaliyah Houghton. Aaliyah Houghton? Mm-hmm. Oh, my funny Valentine. Jumping. The only problem that's going on is what every child singer's got. Because they got that child mouth. She's also just she's a child doing an impression, impression of an adult. Of an adult. Yeah. And it sounds It doesn't it seems weird that a child seems this like Mature once again, uh -huh. it's the word, like, but but she still has that. You know, kids say weird, like, words weird, like, wada or something. Well, that's a person from New York, never mind. That was a belt, yeah, that was a little bit of a belt. She's just got a classic belt, like a Whitney Houston belt, like a leather belt. No. You didn't like it? I don't like most things you say. <laughs> I honestly have no idea what you said. I was just listening to <laughs> I know, this the I know, whole time. I, was, I wanted to see what it was. I, I forgot who like, it was. she's like a Whitney Houston belt. No, Whitney Houston fucking belted. But I mean, it, but it sounded like a. No, it's more like an Ashanti. Or a Janet Ashanti? Jackson. Or like the or joke an I, Aaliyah. Or like the joke I said that you missed. Or a leather. Belt. Leather belt. You want to play the next song I for the sure people? I do. I refuse. <laughs> I bet it was funnier the first time. Mm. When it was organic and just came out. Well, I'll let people enjoy it if it was. Chris, please let me know on Facebook if that caught you. <laughs> Chris, don't talk to Sam. Stroke my ego! He, he feeds off of your... Uh, I feed off your of communications. your communications. Holy shit, I'm driving to Chicago tomorrow night, I just remembered. Yeah, no duh. I get to spend most of this weekend alone. Just like last weekend, ah. just like most of the time. Because <laughs> Sam has I'm hobbies. I'm a shaker. I'm just not... I, I let self-doubt uh, make me not just even want to do stuff, but I did buy roller skates that aren't the right size. Yeah, Michelle got a brand 
Brand new pair of skates. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to get wider ones. Oh, for sure. I have, I have wide feet for a lady. I have, I have dad feet. <laughs> I do not have pretty feet. I've never had pretty feet. Which, I mean, are feet supposed to be pretty? Only for weirdos. I don't know. Some people really, really love feet. Yeah, there's a whole website maybe, dedicated to it. Maybe you do have feet people want to jerk off to. No. Unless, How do you know? Unle- unless guys like jerking off to dad feet. Maybe you got a fetish feet. feet. Foot. Maybe you got foot fetish foot. Wide, thin skin. Which you if, can really see my yeah, bulging veins. Which if that's the case, we can make a lot more money. Or no. if I've got nice feet, no, we can shave my legs and we can take pictures of my feet. You don't, but you have a tattoo on your foot oh, that I think I people would that. like a whole lot, and you have like pudgy toes. Nobody's gonna want to jerk off to a foot that says poop. poop or dude, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Did you tattoo that on yourself? Yeah, with a tattoo gun made from a. Or tattoo gun made from an old operation uh, board game. You know, very hygienic. You know how I know it was clean? Because I cleaned it with rubbing alcohol. That's how I know it was clean. It's probably cleaner than your skin that, was. That is not. That does not make you tattoo probably, equipment clean. You probably did that and then just the dirt on your foot seeped in. Contaminated the machine. I thoroughly cleaned it as best as I thought you could. Yeah. But like... Real tattoo cleaning machine. Well, it didn't get infected. It didn't. But like, I could have given myself AIDS depending on who had it before. This is a passed around gun. <laughs> I was like the third owner of this fucking thing. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but like, real tattoo machines are like pressure. Like, they put them in chambers and they like go to a pressure to kill all bacteria. I think I put mine in like Listerine. <laughs> Oh, so not even rubbing alcohol. Do you use oh, no. no, I cleaned it and then like stored it in Listerine. I, I only used it on one, two. Is it the same? Three things. Is it the same sort of liquid that people put, like hairdressers will put combs and things <laughs> into? That blue stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the same because I don't know what that blue stuff is. I have no idea. What is that blue stuff? No clue. You have a... Yeah, what's the blue stuff that hairdressers put combs into? It's a disinfectant. But it's weird. It is weird. And I wonder if it has to be blue. I don't know, but it's submerged. It has to be submerged for a certain amount of time to fully clean it, it seems. What is the blue... Stuff in blue cheese? Nope, that's not what I want. It's rottenness is what's in blue cheese. Oh, here we go. This shit is rot. Barber shops. Wow, Michelle. I've actually heard this before. Forgot. It's called Barbicide. Okay, that sounds kind of familiar. Barbicide is known worldwide as the ultimate product for EPA registered disinfection in salons, barber shops, and spas. The iconic blue liquid is trusted and effective, earning its reputation for creating a safe and clean salon. So Barbicide is like a brand. But it's that classic blue Barbicide. This song is so fucking dramatic, too. It does feel dramatic. This is the one that gives me the most anxiety. Yeah. It's, when you start adding, like, timpanis and, like, 
orchestral sounds, the dramaticness, the drama dramaticness, the drama just fucking flies off the charts. Dude. It, just, it makes songs feel big in a way I've never enjoyed. That wasn't I mean. that wasn't like a musical song. You know what I mean? Like when Metallica did their fucking symphony thing, like I don't enjoy the bigness it made them. Like it's not a good big to me. It's like a over the top indulgent big. But what's weird about this is like the it just doesn't match uh, it's throughout got the, the song. It's got the same style that's been going on the whole time, mixed with this huge orchestral sound. It's just big sweeping things, big strings, timpanies going on the whole fucking time. Yeah, that song just doesn't really. Uh, it's just a little too much. It's erratic. So I understand. Got classical guitar going on there at the end too. It's like. Ian Anderson came in for a little bit on the session there at the end. Here, listen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that she didn't do what some people would have done, which like, is, I refuse. Like right ah! at the end or something. <laughs> she meant to give her one more like. Yeah. And just one last final statement. I refuse. The last statement is, fight the real enemy. And then. Through the studio, you hear her rip a picture of the Pope. It's, people gave her so much shit, and she was so right for all that the Catholic Church was hiding. You just It's just because it was mainstream TV. They're like, oh, the church. Mm-hmm. But she's totally right. And became a member of the church after that, mm-hmm. yeah. which is even fucking weirder. It's super well. And she's sitting there all Scottish, I think she is, or is she Irish? I Scottish or Irish? she might be Scottish. <laughs> Honestly, what's the difference, folks? I don't mean that. Um, well, but like, I you think were she Irish like, and I think I'm she, I think she's Irish because I think she became like an Irish Catholic. So she's sitting there like, hey, today, today. She's Irish, not Scottish. Yeah, that's why I figured Irish Catholic. Those fucking Irish love Catholicism. I don't know which one I am. I think it's Irish. You are Irish and I'm Boo. Scottish. Well, I mean, I have it in me because... Scottish! Like Mel Gibson, he's Scottish. That's... <laughs> He's Scottish. That was not Scott. He's Scottish. <laughs> there aren't many accents I can do, Ozzy. Now you're a cop. Now you're hitting Sharon. Yes, I am getting Is Sharon. Cockney a little bit? I never thought about that. Oh, Ozzy. I think Aussie. at home she was. She wasn't on the top. She has a Cockney sound, but she definitely didn't have not a, did not have a Cockney she lifestyle. Classes, no, she classes it up. I think, just think she has a little dirty dog in her. Yeah. You gotta have a little dirty dog in you if you're in love with the Oz man. You sure do. We We've s- decided you've got to go. <laughs> we still <laughs> strangle, have a- strangle. Oh no! Oh, no I forgot about that. We still have five songs to go. Here Jesus we go. Christ. It's whatever. No, Michelle. It's a lot of songs. It's a lot. <laughs> I agree. But we're going through this as Christmas time as we can. It's Christmas time in Aaliyah, Queens. This is so her having a song called "It's Whatever" is very her uh, vibe. Yeah, I can see her doing it in those baggy clothes, being like, "It's whatever." Yeah, even though this is definitely more uh, more love based. And this is when I do not like the drum sounds. Like it's like muted lasers. <laughs> oh my god, that's. The- 
That was an amazing description of these sounds. Muted lasers. Don't, I don't like it. It's everything that, like, these are the tones that I complain about. Because you can tell because I'm currently complaining about them. It's just another song where she's, she just has a pretty voice and it's whatever. Oh, I was going to say this. I meant to say it the whole time. First, uh, for music that's so heavily relying on her voice, at times I think she's mixed too low. Sometimes there's parts where I think, like, I'm having trouble hearing her. Or she's getting so whispery and so low. It might be the desired effect, but... I think she also kind of had a breathy voice. Yeah. She had a breathier voice than having, like, a stronger, bolder, Christina Aguilera-style voice. <laughs> that one? Not alike at all. You don't think I sounded like Christina Aguilera just then? I don't think that they sound anything oh, like Oh, but I did sound like Christina Aguilera. You sounded like you took her master class. <laughs> and then uh, uh, forgot everything and then stepped into Molly Hatchet's That's what I was trying to do. And, uh, I'm driving down the road and I'm fucking with disaster. Something, 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 going faster. <laughs> I'm uh, flirting with the preacher. Pastor, pastor that's what it was. <laughs> now it is getting late, Leah. So I think the, is. I think you would understand since not a whole lot happens in this song. We're halfway through it. I vote yes. I'm all And it's whatever I'm, She doesn't even care I'm all She's aboard. like whatever Just do you know what, what you need to do You know what I said to myself About three times uh, When I was listening to this album The first time I need to scratch my nuts No I went This girl is horny <laughs> This girl is horny I can be is the next song Yeah Still kind of just out on this Is it because it's the end oh. of the album Or is it just Is this the song that picks up or is that the next song no this is the song know. this one doesn't have the lyrics so i had to look it up this song it rubbed me the wrong way because i thought she was saying something different because it to me the song okay so it is a song that picks up um she talks about how she's willing to pretty much do anything for this guy because she's so into him that she's willing to be i thought it was the other woman oh okay I can be the other woman, but then I looked at the lyrics and it said I can be another woman, but it still doesn't really make it that much more positive. So to me, this song does it. It stands up in a negative way. She says the other woman. This whole time she's talking about like how you need to like treat her with respect essentially and like. Uh, she's just like mature and everything. This song sounds like like a child being like, I can be on the side, that'll be all right. Like I'll just do whatever you, I'll, I'll take whatever you give me because I'm just a young stupid girl enamored by you. Is kind of the vibe that this song gives me, and it, it rubs me the wrong way. Does it, it rub you the wrong way? Because sometimes I think songs like this. It doesn't you, fit her. Well, I think you got to take it as she could just be telling a story. Yeah. It's not well, it's like not her story. It's not her story. And she's not necessarily condoning it. She just... And the music sounds negative. It sounds like it's a minor key. And they're doing like this. Dang, 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 
It sounds a little ominous. It sounds dirty. There's distorted guitar going on. You hear that? It's like, and there's, yeah. the bass is the weirdest it's ever sounding. So I think it fits. So, but I understand there's like songs sometimes that they talk about subjects that like you're so against. Well, no, would, it sounds like she's been against. Like her whole style yeah. is that you have to like. Like, this is how you need to please me. Like, this is what you need to do. Like, it seems like she's just kind of, like, above all of this. So then she just does this song that anyone can do. It's weird. Not so now, I, okay, so now I understand it's like... She's too good almost, for this. You're, let's say, yeah, you're almost like you're stronger than this, mm-hmm. Aaliyah. But like I said, it could just be a story from a, a perspective. And maybe Not she has. It. She did say in that other song that she stooped to the, his level... Mm-hmm. So maybe this is uh, her, which God, I, not to uh, make you uncomfortable, but I think it's also the the thing that certain people do. Like I, I can attest to this: being young, being stupid, being hormonal, and just wanting anything that kind of comes your way. Uh, that I think that it, or you know, maybe someone who is manipulated by uh. An old, a 27-year-old man or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but just kind of... Hypothetically. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was going with this because I forget, I forget what you were saying uh, right before this. Uh, oh, but just kind of being pathetic and pitiful and just kind of doing whatever because it feels... Oh, and you just kind of like train your brain. I think the wrong way mm-hmm. you kind of train your, and a lot of people do that, that they just train themselves to be kind of not necessarily mistreated, but to sell themselves short and to just take anything, which Are makes so them desperate look, for love that they will bring down their worth, their worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, I was that person could, for a short amount of or time. You can take this song as like, this is my low point. This is where I was at my worst. All these other songs before like what I've made it to, but there was a part of me. That's like, I had this like weak section. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I get it from that perspective, but I don't think that it fits in the album. So mm-hmm. I think that the song is just, it's no good. Um, I think it, I think it f- doesn't fit in the album because it's like, you know, when like Janet Jackson or somebody does like their rock song mm-hmm. and they'll just like add guitars in it for some reason. That's the vibe I get from this song. I've never liked when people do those songs. It's kind of like a, well, I shouldn't say never because. You would hate. No, I know there are multiple songs by Janet Jackson because she that I can think of that she has pulled. Did we do a Janet out. album? We did. And, and there was one where I was like, this Black is. Black Cat Nine the And I was like, this is lame. Not afraid to die. Or like even Michael did that every once in a while, but I think he did it. No, oh, he are you yeah no better he, but like he had eddie van halen on a, an extremely popular I was thinking song of dirty diana like so it works there love it it's yeah I see love, i love it too i love dirty but it's diana. that same world where like you're riding that edge and if you don't do this super well it's gonna come off very cheesy and i think that dips into that cheese world oh it's there. cheesy we have a few more songs let's get these over with those were the days gotcha. hi wayne you're a precious kitty and we love you he's been here the whole time now he's leaving to go get a drink of water maybe a little bite to eat sleeps with me every night he's an absolute sweet boy wayne clem oliver when i'm here alone during the day and i'll just 
get up and pee real quick. Uh, I'll leave the bathroom door open, of course, and then uh, Wayne will hear me go to the bathroom, and then I'll just see him like <laughs> just trotting down the hall to come see me. Excited and then a lot of times I could be like, "Hi," and he's like, "Wow," yeah. and I'll have a conversation with him. God, he's such a good cat. He's a good cat. I love that cat. So yeah, this is another song. It's fine. I don't have anything against the song. Um, I would probably skip this song because. Or I would actually just put something else on by now. I would have put something else on. Um, so the um, original U.S. release had one more song. Oh. And then let me look this up so I can be accurate because I say a lot of things that are inaccurate on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Sinead O'Connor is the last thing I looked up here. Buddha. Sinead? I've heard people say Sinead. Really? Sinead and Sinead. Huh. I think it's Sinead. Of course you do. You have to say it like you're saying shillelagh. Hi, my shillelagh. So, Sinead O'Connor. Originally, this only had 14 tracks. The U.S. and Canadian version had a hidden track that I don't remember. Um, and then the European and Japanese versions added Try Again, which was already a single. It was included... It was the big song for Romeo Must Die. Um, and, but this is the version that they included on this. So it looks... I mean, according to this, there was a, a hidden track, and we always listen to hidden tracks anyway, so it would have been an extra song no matter what. But this is just the version that it gave us, because I guess that this is just the kind of standard one, because Try Again is a known song that they maybe just accepted tacking it on the end, because... She never actually like included that on any of her albums, and it was a big song for her. Just like "Are You That Somebody" was uh, on I think it was Doctor Doolittle soundtrack, I believe, and she uh, didn't put it on an album, and it was like her biggest song of her career. So I think it's interesting when bands have that like they're on a soundtrack. It's not from an album that they already did. And then we're like, that's the song that they get known from. And then who knows how many times they get fans of their band from them. Like, oh, I really like this song. We're looking at this band. Holy shit, this is now my favorite band. Or the other way, and they're not really into it. <laughs> yeah. I always felt bad that I thought Aaliyah deserved better. I thought she should have been more popular than she was. I mean, I think she was relatively popular. All these songs are getting a fade out. Not all of them, but we're also... At this point, literally 20 seconds from the end. Oh, okay. So it's not that bad. I mean, I support it. I support it for every song from here on out on the podcast. Well, we have one more song <laughs> called What If. Like every podcast. This is the last track that I would have been familiar with on my album that I owned. Or own. I believe I still have it. I would not have gotten rid of my own albums. What If. Yeah, this is another song that tries to be a little edgy. Industrial sound. Got that guitar. Yeah, that electric I just guitar. I don't like guitars like this in songs. I don't know why. Like this. Yeah, in songs. And even the way that the guy's playing the guitar in the tone, I don't like that kind of guitar playing anyway. Like, it's never in any songs I actually like. It's always in songs like this. Or like musicals that has guitar in it. I don't think the verses are that bad, but the music is ridiculous. Again, I'm usually listening to her vocals, and I like yeah. the style that she's singing in, yeah. and I think that her melodies are interesting, 
but yeah, if I just sit here like now under a microscope with the music on the, you know, in the forefront, it's not that great. <laughs> but it, it's not that case all the time this throughout a, the whole album. But stuff like this, I agree. This is a JT vibe for me. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. For like a concert or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it would be a concert. Since I did make and you it'd be, watch it, be heavily like syncopated, and everybody would have like dance moves along with it. Oh, you mean like in sync? Yes, they would all be in sync. Yes. Why? Why'd you say that? Well, you said syncopated. I don't think I said syncopated, did I? You didn't. I said syncopated. You want this is me like the, to? This is like that time I fell off the stool at Randy's, and then five minutes later, somebody said, "Are you okay?" And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you fell off that stool. And I was like, I did? So I blacked out just a section of that night in just a few minutes. Because ah. you blacked out and fell off the chair. <laughs> That's Jimmy told me today, he was like, every time he tells stories like this, it's like, I never saw you this drunk. I was like, oh, you did. You just didn't see the aftermath of like... When it all comes crashing down at the end of the night. And all, yeah, and I was there for the end of the night. Because Sam is fun, 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 fun. Gets home. Oh, God. Bad, 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 bad. Well, <laughs> that's another thing. We would have a reasonable amount. I'm fading this one out, too. Uh, we would have a reasonable amount to drink out, and then you'd come home and just start. You'd just and grab a bottle drink of whiskey, more whiskey, and just drink <laughs> so much bourbon, and, and like that's that's when I have booze confidence already. Like I can handle this. And that's then, so weird. I and, don't see why you don't then, just want to enjoy what you're drinking and have a good time, and then and get a good buzz and buzz and feel like warm and toasty. And, and that's nice. when it pushes it over. And then I tell you to kill me. <laughs> just fucking kill me. It's not just that. It's that things got out of control in ways that people were unaware of. And a lot of times oh, someone yeah. just having fun and being like a little crazy when they're partying is acceptable. People aren't aware that you're sneaking drinking during the day. All day. And we're talking liquor all day. Liquor. And Vodka. Whiskey. All day. And I ain't no pussy. <laughs> well, you quit, so are you? I drank enough for everybody. Okay, so I did fade out that song. I do have to play. Oh, wait. I, I wanted to say one thing about that and the guitar playing. It's like Broadway hard rock guitar playing. You could hear those same guitar lines in Jesus Christ Superstar, like that same mm. lead playing. Like, yeah, it's really good and it's technical, but it's so cheesy sounding for some reason. That's what I wanted to say. That makes sense. Continue. So yeah, I'm starting this back over because I didn't get that far. Here's what is this? Try again. Okay. Uh, popular a, song that they added on. This is a Timbaland track. Okay. This song is interesting because it says here that this song topped. This song went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 solely on airplay, making Aaliyah the first artist in Billboard history to achieve that goal. Went to number one, not on sales because she didn't have an album connected to it. So just hearing it on the radio, it went to number one because people were requesting it that much. And it was constantly, constantly on. Uh, and I remember my mom saw me watching this music video and I was just like, oh God, she's going to comment on what she's wearing. She's going to comment on what she's wearing because my mom is such a prude. And <clears throat> she said that it was a good message. And I was shocked. Okay. 
Well, this is the song that I think if there's anyone I recognize, it's this because I recognize that this is a fucking shark. And do they do this? Uh, something the, that does happen. That he does the dirt off your shoulder, but I don't remember. That's why I wanted I wanted to brush up and watch these music videos before we recorded this yeah. and forgot to. But she wears. Instead, of, instead we just watch regular porn. <laughs> Funny. Hilarious. Ooh. That's why I'm cackling over here like a Ooh. hyena. So, isn't that neat though? So this had a, this had a video. Yes. What's the video? Is it just her dancing somewhere? Are they like at a club? No. And a guy wants to get with it. They're not at a club. But is there a guy that wants to get with it? No. What's the? I don't know. She's in this like oh diamond she... sparkly uh, thing. Where, that's where they got the inspiration for Prey. That uh, her makeup. New Predator movie. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. She's just being pretty and provocative. We got a dog who wants out of her cage. Did she just bark? I think so. Oh god, fuck her. I wonder if I wonder if Wayne is like clawing at her through the cage. Good. <laughs> Good. Knowing that she can't go anywhere. <laughs> Good. Well, we are finished with the album. We are at the point of the podcast that we get to every time, whether you like it or not. Uh we're gonna go over some of those sweet, sweet things that uh, you know, we call them questions. I came back for the question song. I came back for the question song. It is me just playing with the baby. It is me just playing with the baby. I came back to do the question song. Cause I left, you didn't even miss me. I went away and then I got a baby. Then I started tickling its belly. And I said, questions, 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 questions. Ooh, 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 questions, questions, questions. Yeah. What, what, what was that baby? No, I left, like I said in the song. Okay. No one even realized I was gone. I left and I went and grabbed a baby and I started tickling its belly and I came back. Oh. Huh. So, yeah, I went and found a baby and then I came back and people didn't even notice. <laughs> But I didn't bring the baby with me. I left that baby. Because I interpreted it as someone forgot to hit the baby button. That may have actually been the case. <laughs> so when uh, that when I realized that the voice coming out was not correct, I had to change what I was saying. Okay. All right. So interpretation. No, I, I straight up said something. <laughs> I specifically said that I went and got a baby. Yes. And I tickled its belly. Yes. And I came back. I get it. Mm-hmm. We better understand because <laughs> why did I choose this? Um, oh, my God. My friend's coming right now. My sweet orange friend. Hi, little buddy. You're so sweet and pretty. Uh, sorry. I pretty much turn to a puddle when I see a cat. <laughs> They're uh, pretty. Yeah, they are. Uh, so I chose this because I listened to the... If I... I've spent a lot of time trying to be safe and give you things that I think that you'll enjoy. Uh, but if I'm actually looking at things that I listen to and have enjoyed very much in my life, this is one of those albums. So uh, even though I thought that you were going to hate it the whole time, uh, since that is the next question, what I 
think that you thought before you listened. I thought you were going to be absolutely fucking miserable. I thought this was going to be a really hard one for you. Uh, before you actually listened to this, Sam, what did you think? Um, well, unfortunately, nowadays, for uh, dramatic reasons, things don't hit me too hard anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and I say this a lot now. So, like, when you said Aaliyah, it was just kind of like, I'm not like, oh, no. I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to take some work and I have to make sure I listen to this. That's really what it is nowadays. Okay. Um, but I, I had usually, I have a notion of what it's going to sound like, what they sound like vocally. I knew that it was going to be like in the R&B world. Mm-hmm. I just had no idea what her voice sounded like. You could... Before this, and maybe even still after this, I could not have just told you what Aaliyah's voice sounds like. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and that and that was I, I looked her up solely because I didn't even know what she really looked like besides Queen of the Damned. And mm. she does not look like that. Mm-mm. They like add makeup and stuff to make her eyes look like more slanted than they actually are. She's mm-hmm. obviously got fucking sharp teeth in her mouth. <laughs> she just doesn't look like that at all. Like on the cover of this album, she just looks like a lady who's like, yeah, you want to fuck me, but like I'm not a slut. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got these. <laughs> I have these little tits, and I don't care. Hey, no, I think it's fine. Just I th- because she's part of the itty titty bitty wait itty bitty titty committee. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's sad when a lot of women think that to be beautiful you have to have huge tits instead of just being like, no, I'm comfortable because I don't have to wear a bra. Yeah, she does not have to wear a bra. Good for her. <laughs> I mean, she definitely doesn't wear a bra now. That'd be weird. Um, someone just threw it at the plane crash site. Here's what if they bras. buried her in a bra? Now she's just like bones wearing a bra. I, I assume. Well, no, she was buried. I was going to say maybe they just burned her the rest of the Speaking way. Speaking of wearing a bra, I got to meet Doug Bradley from Hellraiser Pinhead himself. And the first night I showed up with uh, a friend and podcast guest, Kent Goldsmith, uh, him dressed as Michael Myers, and I dressed as Laurie Strode, and I got to wear my wife's bra. A lacy fun bra. All stuffed a with sexy things. one. <laughs> stuffed with microfiber towels. <laughs> I just wanted to say it really quick. I got to meet Pinhead. It was a fucking awesome time. Sunday, oh, took my Aunt Pam. She got to meet Art the Clown. I got to meet Art the Clown, not in makeup, but still I got sh- to meet him. I should have gone and met Devin Sawa. And Michelle could have seen the gorgeous fucking Devin Sawa. It was one of those deals where he walked out from behind the curtain with like a green, I think it was green beautiful sweater with glasses on and it was one of those deals where you're just like jesus christ he's handsome some but, people are just pretty and it's not fair but he's shorter than we all thought and it, it i think it pissed him he's like off. five ten it didn't piss me off i just always imagined him being over six foot i imagined him being like tall like you not huge but relatively tall not that, like five ten took him down a notch <laughs> yeah he can take some notches right way down here right around this area of mine uh so do you know how many times that you listen to this? i listened to this three times in parts okay so like i would get some songs in and then i would remember where i was at this is the first time i've ever really done this usually if i get halfway through an album just I just it. restart it. Yeah. So sometimes I've heard the first part of the album five times, but I still only say three because I'm three full. This was three in seconds. Okay. Did you ever listen to it one full time and one full listen? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got a full listen in the first time. Okay. It's just since then, I've lost my headphone charger. 
So I'm having a real tough time listening to things right now. Yeah. Because I don't have headphones. So I had to pick and choose my battles on how to listen to this. Do you still have the headphones that came with your phone? The ones that oh, plug in? Oh, God, no. Okay. Those I do. And mine are in great shape. Those were gone like two weeks after I got it. I don't know how many times that I listened to this. Like I said, I it's been over a week. We did not record this on the weekend like we were supposed to. It is a Thursday night. Um, so it, we, we had extra time and I used that time, but I have no idea. I definitely got more than three full listens in, but I also just, I would start it, listen so far and then do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I forgot. I also listened to this album on the side of the road, side of a highway while cars sped by and I looked out to make sure they didn't hit my coworker. I'm just standing there going, <laughs> so least favorite song for Sam uh, could be so most of the album. Oh, there's Oliver, the rock and roll cat. I don't know. Um, so I'm just going to say, because I don't know what else to say, um, would be the song never no more, which is when she says the thing about twisting back my arm because it's just so sappy. Mm, that part made me laugh. Yeah, but I know that this isn't your style, so that's where I'll, I'll, I'm coming I'll go with from. it. This, you don't have to. This is no, just what that's I'm... fine because this is the example of the song that I'm not going to want to hear on this album. I want the more, like, none of them, like I said, feel in my face, but I do want the more upbeat ones. Is that the one that you said you was also a snoozer? Oliver, it's Paul. He's your friend. Oliver hates everyone. They're all chasing him right now. (laughs) No one likes that he is a big grump. We'll be hanging out every night and everyone is around us except that Oliver is in the bedroom being a fucking grump all by himself. Stewing Mm -hmm. in his hole. And everyone else is just like happy and loving and everyone likes each other. He's in the back room going, nobody likes me. I hate everybody too. All right, so uh, most favorite song, uh, it's for you? Wait, was I Care For You? No, that, that was too? Never No More. Is the one that the one you just played I for chose. Me? Is that for you too? That was the one that I played for me. Oh, I thought you were playing it for me. No, that was... Oh, wait, yeah, I was. Okay. Oh, okay. Is it I'm also confused. yours? Um, no, mine okay. is... That, there was one that you said during it, and I was like, what's the title? I can't remember what it was. It's the one that doesn't have lyrics on here for some reason. It's I Can Be, and it's the oh, one okay. where she's talking... I Can Be the Other w- Woman. All right. Shit yeah. like that. I don't... It's got those fucking... It just doesn't fit in the album at all. Uh, there's a there's a vibe that's just not being respected with that song is kind of how I feel. Um, Sam's most favorite song. There is a favorite song. I'm guessing it's Try Again because it's the only song that you know. It is Try Again, and it's for more reasons than that. Is it because it's positive? Well, you don't like positive music. I do like songs that tell you to just get your fucking ass up and do it again. Because, like, I've got such little patience for things a lot of times. I do get sick of people being like, well, it doesn't work. And I'm like, get up and do it again. Shut the fuck up. Or shut the fuck up. Like, I'm fine with you being lazy. But don't complain about it. <laughs> but if you're going to do it and you're going to fail, get up and fucking do it and again. Fucking do and it again. it's got, I love the, I like the snare tone. She's been doing that snare tone the whole time. A high, like wooden crack to it. I love that sound. Um, it's got a good groove. I just think it's, 
It's. I think it's an actually. I don't want to say. Yeah, it's a good song. It's not my style, but for what it I is, I can't deny it. Like if you people be like, "Man, I like this song," I'd be like, "Yeah, I get. I get why you would like this song." Okay. And it doesn't make me miserable. Do you remember my favorite song? Uh, it's. Damn it. Um, it says it's, one uh, word a whole uh, lot. Uh, extra smooth. Is that it? It sure is. Yeah. You got big brown eyes. It sure is. <laughs> Love it. Smooth, smooth. I didn't realize that's what she was saying. Smooth. I like it. It's fun for me. I uh, think the song is called Jesse and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. I got mm-hmm. it. By the way, Jesse, stop talking to my wife. <laughs> he doesn't really, so that's fine. Okay, that worked. Uh, my threat worked. All right, so how old was I when I first started listening to this? I started listening to this when it came out. This is this was a priority Did to me. Did you buy it when it came out? Like you were waiting for it? I don't know that I bought it that day, but I think I, I think I bought it soon after it came. So out. it was a release you were waiting for. Yes, and we're aware of. And uh, I like I love those things when you're like. There's some coming out and I'm waiting for it and you liked it. Yeah. That's the shit. And I don't remember if I owned it before she died because she died so close to it happening because I didn't have easy access to get to a store. I, I you know, uh, unless I just kind of begged my dad. Um, she died. Get me the album. No, I wouldn't have him do it. It was. It would be. Can you please pick me up right after work and drive me in the direction you just came from to, to Walmart? So it just added time, and I think it. it just, he was tired. He just worked at least ten hours in a factory. Uh, so um, I originally liked it. This is something that was in my discman all the time in high school while I was. Would you sitting- dance to this? Uh-huh. In your little dance sessions uh-huh. in your Some room? Of the songs. Oh, yeah, bitch. Um, what I reco- <laughs> Stop calling me a bitch. <laughs> what I recommend this today, this is a tough one. I don't know who's going to be into this. If you're not already into Aaliyah, she she died 22 years ago. Is Bo into Aaliyah? I don't know. I assume that there's a respect. Okay, okay. Would you recommend this to Bo? He likes Anne Rice, uh, so maybe he's into... Queen of the Dam is Queen of the Dam and Anne Rice. Uh, no, but story? isn't that kind of her style? Doesn't I, what she if it's do... part of that Anne Rice world? I have no idea. Maybe it is. We're looking at that I'll right now. I'll say no because I don't really know who I would recommend this to. Honestly, I don't know who I would be like. Are there other this... albums in this style that you would recommend before this? If you wanted someone to get like R and B, hip hop kind of sounds. I guess, I guess if I'm going, I don't. I don't really know. It's a tough right, one skip because, <laughs> because I don't think that I would go with early 2000s. I, if I'm giving someone r and I'm giving them something from the 70s. So I will say no. Um, Sam, I of course... Queen of the Damned is a 2002 vampire film directed by Michael Reimer based on the third novel of Anne Rice's The Vampire Chronicle series. Okay. So I thought it might be, but I wasn't sure. That's... So Bo either hates her <laughs> or he loves her. I would I would guess that there's I, I think he probably likes her. Um I know you wouldn't listen to this again. I'm not even gonna nope. ask you. Will you please rate this zero out of all over I'm sorry, zero out of ten all over the bitch ass rock and roll cats. I'll give this four all over the rock and roll cats. I feel like there's some merit to it. I feel like she's very talented. I don't feel like it's 
like dumbed down society music. You know what I mean? Which there's a lot of music I could say that too. Even some of the shit I listen to. I agree with that. <laughs> so I think a four works. It's just not for me. Like it would be higher if I was into this type of music. But okay. But it's a good execution of this type of music. Okay. They're good. Uh, I would personally give this. I'm going to say a six. Wow, I think God that damn, I thought it was going to be like an eight. <laughs> I think there, well, I think that there are aspects that I would put it higher, but I think it's all, it's long. Uh, some, some, a song or two could have easily been taken off. I think that it loses points for dragging on and just kind of redundancy, I suppose. I will agree with that. I think like almost four songs could have been knocked off of this. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Even though it's only 14 tracks, it's not crazy long. No, but it does well, it feel... 15 with the extra It feels one, redundant. That's that's yeah. what the word is. Yeah. Um, describe this album in one word. Redundant. There you go. How easy for you. I gave you that word. I was the one who fucking said redundant, you bitch. Um, describe this album in one word. I could have said smooth. Bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, yeah, I would say smooth. smooth. I think smooth is a great word. Because I think that her style was smooth as hell. It, it, it was smooth. There's no denying. There's a, a smoothness to this. She didn't seem a, trashy at all. No. No, in fact, she seems like <laughs> she might call somebody out for not acting right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? You don't You don't say that here. Huh? Nothing. I found a child. Inside oh. a rock. <laughs> no one knows what's going on now. Absolutely not. No one has an idea. That was an inside joke in the room. So we are finished with the questions. Yeah, yeah. The album. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to be having another guest next week. Yes, we are. I'm trying to bring back people who have been on. So we're just kind of staggering these guests in here. Uh, just to kind of get people in, give them a little taste. Because a lot of people, I think, have fun bringing something that they like. And this is going to be a fun one, I think, because this is a guest who's been on many, many times. Old Zach Attack's coming back. Zach is back. And guess who's back? We're going to be listening to the album The Grand Pecking Order by Oysterhead. And this is something that Sam and I are also familiar with. Yes, very is, familiar with. This is another Les Claypool vehicle. Uh, so we'll... Uh, this is only the second band, though, of Les that we've done on the podcast, though, right? You did that first band, right? That, like, metal or no... Oh, like, fuck! I forgot! So this uh, blind... No... Blind Illusion. We've done that. And we've done Primus twice. We've done Primus twice. And now we're doing Oyster Oysterhead. So we got Frog Brigade left. We have Sausage. Bucket of Bernie Brains. So there's, and, I mean, uh, they all sound kind of similar. we've never done any Les Claypool the, uh, the, the, solo albums. And we've also never done uh, the Lennon oh. Claypool Delirium. Yeah, that's not for me. I mean, it's not terrible. I just, I'm not going to get into yeah. it, I guess is what yeah. I mean. Um, but that's something. You want to get into it? <laughs> I want to get into it with you. I want to fight. Do you want to fight with me, no, friend? No, I wish it was another F word instead. Do you want to, uh, 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 hold on, hold on. Do you want to frolic? There you go. Mm. I was trying to find one too. <laughs> uh, so uh, we are going to get the fuck out of here. Hey, that was the one. 
Oh, with that F word? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll Is see this you familiar to you? Yes. But not the vocal part. Um, I wanted to ask you during the podcast, did they, uh, did Timberlake, oh, fuck, did Timberlake and her ever work together? No, but they did a photo shoot together oh. before, and they well, compared stomachs. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, baby. How is that chalky milk? I'm the man from the big B.A. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I got poop. Tell me,